Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Choose Well Program podcast. I'm Mr. Brown, your host. And in this episode, the first episode, the inaugural episode, um, we're going to talk about three things. Number one, the who, what, where, when, why, and how. I guess that's more than three things. And we'll talk about why all the stuff about this podcast. I'm going to give you a quote of the day and also share some of the topics we're going to cover in future episodes. So thank you for joining me. And if you don't know, this is uh, the extension of the Choose Well program. You can visit our website, thechoosewellprogram.com, learn all about what we're doing. And our ultimate goal for the Choose Well program is to help schools make better cultures one choice at a time. Because we believe individually that when you make better choices, you will live a better life. So choose well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm really happy to be doing this. We've recorded a lot of podcasts. I feel like this is like a, a launch because we've worked on so many episodes already with that said let me jump in to the who what where when why of the choose well program podcast first name first of all my name is mr brown if you don't know my first name is actually mr last name brown that's my legal first name so you can call me mr brown or you can call me mr brown or of course you can always call me mr brown because that is my legal first name people say why did you change your name well i changed my name legally to go along with my brand hello mr brown.com I didn't want to be known as two people. I'm a motivational speaker, so I speak at schools all over the place. I speak at retreats. I speak at churches. I'm a speaker. And you can find out more about me and what I do personally by visiting HelloMrBrown.com. That's HelloMrBrown.com. You can spell out Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R, HelloMrBrown.com, and find out all the speaking I do. I didn't want to be known as two people. I didn't want to have two names. Like Because I work with kids, they always call me Mr. Brown, and I have my birth name, and I didn't want to be known as two people. So I made the, the lunge to change my name legally. And people often ask me, number one, is that your legal first name? Is it a real name? I'll say yes. Number two, they say, what does your wife call you? Well, she calls me Mr. Brown, but she calls me Honey, Sweetheart, a whole bunch of other stuff too. Anyway, uh, that is my legal first name. And so I, I believe ultimately in this simple message in life that when you make better choices, you will live a better life. So choose well. And the students replied by saying, oh, yeah. Or as you heard my daughter earlier in this uh, on this thing, she said, oh, yeah. That's my daughter, Sophia. Oh, yeah. That's my son, Evan, <laughs> who said, oh, yeah, in the soundboard. So we believe in choices because the power of choice is so important that when you make better choices, you will live a better life. Now, I am not one that says, hey, every choice you make, you make a great choice, your life's going to be perfect. Because even sometimes we make the best choice. The best results don't always happen. But you know what always happens in regardless of that? You become a better person. Even if I make a good choice and the circumstances don't turn out for my best, I'm still a better person because I made a better choice. And so I think that is is, is is paramount to me with everything I do is teaching young people, no matter where you come from, teaching adults, no matter your circumstances, you have the ability to respond in a way that can be beneficial or detrimental to your situation. And I know it can be difficult. And we got a podcast coming up. Where we're talking about difficult home lives. How do you tell a kid who's being abused, a kid who who's homeless, a kid who's living in a U-Haul truck? These are all situations I've come in contact with. What do you tell them about choices? The message doesn't change. When you make better choices, a better life. And sometimes they can embrace that more because they see the bad choices that have been made for them. And the truth is they don't want to go down that route. So even though you're in a sort of tough situation, you can still make better choices. And one of the things that's been really blessing to me through our video curriculum, um, a video library, we're turning to curriculum um, with schools, is I'm finding out from a lot of special need classes, they're watching my videos. And 
they weren't geared toward special needs kids. They're geared toward people. And the teachers have been telling me, these kids are embracing your message because sometimes all the message they get is all about their needs and their special needs and their disabilities. But these, they're embracing the fact that even though they have a disability, they can still overcome these things. And so I'm really grateful for what I get to do speaking in schools. And I would love to come to your school and speak. So, or your professional development, your teachers, your company. Um, visit hellomrbrown.com to find out more how I can come and speak and hopefully bring this positive, life changing message to your uh, culture, whether that is a business or a school. But today, this the Choose a program is focusing on schools because we do professional development as well, uh, work with teachers. And I believe this when we talk about working with a culture of a school, I believe the culture is composed of the educators. When I say educators, I mean the teachers, the administration, the paraprofessionals, uh, the, the lunch the lunch crew. I like the lunch crew because they fed me real good. The bus drivers, the janitorial staff, all of them are important. I know a lot of times we, when I come and speak to schools, they just bring the teachers, and I get that. The relationship that the, the other people have with those students is important, too. They're a part of culture, and we have to do all we can do to include them, to make them feel like they're a part of the group, because they are. They Listen, I've worked with some teachers or actually some some professionals at the schools. We call them paraprofessionals here or classified staff or uncertificated that have a better relationship with these students than sometimes the teachers do. And and I, I, I hesitate to say better. I would say different. Different. I work one school, and the kids love the librarian. They're always there, hanging out with him at lunchtime. He has to actually kick some of them out because because there's too many kids in the in the room in the library, and they just want to hang out with him. And so I think it's so important that we include everyone, all the educators. When I come and speak, I really, really implore the administration. Even if you have to pay the paraprofessional to come to a staff meeting, pay them. It's worth the investment. <laughs> Please have them come because I really believe that's important. So I come and talk to educators. They're part of the culture. Um, the, the students are a big part of the culture, but also their parents. Parents are a big part of culture, too. And so in our future podcast, we'll be talking a little more about that, what that looks like. But I love to come to your school and and do a, a some type of professional development to get them all on the same page. So So when I come and speak to an assembly – Guess what? They already know the message. They're they're engaged in the message because it's a powerful message for all ages. When you make better choices, you will live a better life. So choose well. We started this podcast as an extension of the Choose Well program. Um, like I said, you can go to our website, find all things we do. We do professional development, assemblies, small classroom visits. I do mentoring groups. Um, we do a video library. We turn it into video curriculum as well. Um, we do cons- consulting with schools, too, to help them figure out their PBIS and uh, their mission statements. Uh, we would do a lot of things like that. And then we also do family nights. We do parent engagement things. We do parent workshops. I love doing parent workshops and also family nights. Family nights might be my favorite because we get the teachers, the educators, excuse me, the educators, the parents and the students together in one room, whether that be over a meal. Uh, we play games. We interact. And it's not about their grades. It's not about a confrontation. Somebody said something wrong. It's not disciplinary. It's a shared experience. It's positive. It's not about sports where kids are playing, we're watching, those things are great. But they get to interact together. We've done a lot of family nights, and, and it's, they've, they've all been great because it brings them all together. They get to hear the same message and engage and create memories of what I call shared experiences. And we don't come in and say, hey, hey, we got the answer. No, we want to work with what you already have. What do you, what do you have going on right now? How can we come in? And, and not say, hey, ditch your other programs. No, what do you have? How can we incorporate those? Because I don't want to, because to, educators get frustrated every year. There's something new, some new big thing. 
and when we talk about what we bring to the table, it's not just social emotional learning. It is character development. It is choice education. It is it is really taking what you already have the the uh, PBIS if you're doing that to really um, help you as a culture be more synchronized. And I think some simplicity is a beautiful word too. Sometimes we have these these PBIS words and they're like five fifteen letters or these the twelve things or fifteen character traits we're trying to work in a year. And sometimes the teacher don't even know them. And I know sometimes the yard duty don't know it or the yard duty or the professionals because they're not included in some of that training. I think it's important that they know it too. What are we teaching the kids? I love simplicity. My favorite are I choose respect, I choose responsibility, I choose kindness, and you can add safety if you want to. But simplicity, because if I can know it and the kids can know it, it's something we can live out. It can be part of our core value. So the who is the Choose Well program, myself, Mr. Brown, and our team. Uh, the what is this podcast. In this podcast, we're going to talk about all type of topics. We ask we're going to cover some SEL things. We're going to cover some uh, affirmation days, like talk about what that looks like to affirm kids. Uh, you first parenting. We're going to talk about parenting things. We're going to talk about how to connect with students. We're going to talk about um, being an imperfect role model. And that's something I embrace. I think as a parent, as, a, as, a, as an adult, I'm an imperfect role model. I embrace being a role model. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm imperfect. I put that in bold letters, an imperfect role model, but a role model nonetheless, because the truth is this, kids are watching us. People are watching us. And there's somebody out there who wants to be just like you. And I think sometimes as parents, we underestimate how much our kids still want to be like us, even though they showed that when they were little, but they get like 11, 12, 13, 14, they start, you know, acting too cool. But Deep down inside, they still love you and they still want to be like you sometimes. And so I have to understand that my kids are watching me. But I tell a funny story in one of these podcasts uh, about this shirt, Consider Others. This is one of my favorite shirts, and you can get it. A merch link will be in the description. Uh, I like wearing this shirt because I want to consider other people, and I want to teach my kids that. And we, we have a long dialogue about teaching our kids to consider others. As a matter of fact, we have another podcast called Conversation with the Browns, and me and my daughter recorded an episode about this idea, Consider Others. I'll put a link in the description as well. But one day we we're going to Costco and uh, we got out the car, me and my kids, and and they saw this lady and I noticed her too. And she was she was had a bunch of water, um, cases of water and things to put in her, her truck. And she was, she's an older lady. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to go over and help her. So I went over to help her and we helped her and the kids were with me. And then we started to walk into Costco after we we're done. They looked at me and said, we knew you would. I was like, what are you talking about? We knew you would help her. <laughs> and they weren't saying it in a negative way. They were just saying, we knew you'd do it. And I'm like, I'm grateful that they knew that about their dad. When I see someone that needs help, I'm going to try to help them to my best ability or at least offer my, my assistance. And so I want my kids to embrace that. And I'm glad they knew that because that means they've been watching me. This wasn't the first time I've done that. But they knew when they saw this lady, they knew, hey, my dad's going to go over and help. And I want, you know, I want my kids to embrace that as well. So we're going to talk about that Um we you know, about the power of saying yes to students. <laughs> That's a different one. Power of saying yes. And I do some interviews with a lot of people, a lot of uh, our team, um, some, some educators that are not on the team. They just come uh, as guests. But also I do a very interesting interview with a student that I met at a coffee shop. And he was in an assembly that I did 12 years ago. And he said that he was an undercover bully. And through my message, it changed his life. So I was grateful 
that he was willing to come into the studio and record a podcast with me. I think we did two episodes just talking about his experience from our assembly. So uh, I'm looking forward to sharing all these things with you in the future episodes of the Tuesday Program Podcast. So make sure that you subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're on YouTube. Go to our website, thechooseworldprogram.com, and you can find all the places you can listen to because we're on all these other platforms too. And so check that out. That's what's coming pretty soon. Now, new episodes will be launched every Thursday. So check out every Thursday. Again, if you subscribe to YouTube and push the, the bell notification, it will let you know every time an episode comes out. But every Thursday we'll be presenting or promoting or <laughs> publishing, that's the word I'm looking for, publishing a new edition of the Choose Well Program podcast. It's the day after Choose Well Wednesday. So you can still check out our website because every Wednesday we put out a video. And by the way, subscribe. Subscribe to our newsletter. It's not a newsletter. It's an email. Um, we send out a new video every week. Some of them are for the classroom. Some of them are for teachers. Some are for parents. But it's something that you can use to motivate you, to encourage you to make better choices, to live a better life. So check that out. Again, the thechooseworldprogram.com. Why I kind of covered a little bit already, but it's really to, to encourage you why I want people to understand the power of their choice individually and through the Choose Well program corporately as a school. Um, for years, I've been talking to students and doing assemblies, but we didn't do anything else. We did assemblies with students and motivate them. That's great. But what about the teachers? What about the parents? How can we get the whole culture? Because if I want to reach students, man, if I can reach those, those educators and I can reach parents, if we can work together, what a greater impact. That's what we can do with the Choose Well program. Come alongside schools and parents to help our students make better choice, live better life. And in the meantime, guess what? We get to make better choices, too, as parents, as educators, to make better choices, to be imperfect role models for our kids. So um, that's what this program is about, what this program podcast is about as well. So please listen, subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. Now, I want to leave you with something beneficial for you as well uh, in this inaugural uh, podcast. I said I'm going to give you a quote of the day. Here's a quick quote of the day. Here's a quote of the day. It is this. Responsibility looks good on you. Own it and rock it. <laughs> choose well <laughs> responsibility looks good on you own it and rock it choose well the idea is this that i i'm probably different from a lot of guys i actually like shopping my mother who passed away a couple years ago when i was little she taught me how to shop she taught me how to find the discounts like i would go to cole's department store she told me where the yellow tags were where the clearance stuff was and she taught me how to get the coupons from cole's and so she would show me how to use 30 percent off 20 percent off and i'll tell you what when they send me the 10 percent off one they don't want to see me in the store they send me 20 percent. they're teasing me when they send me that 30 i'm probably coming to the store so anyway my mom taught me how to shop but i like shopping and recently me and my wife went on a shopping trip because my suits were getting very very old i had Man, I hadn't updated my suits in a while, and I'm working with kids, and I wear suit coats when I speak as kids, speak to schools. One day, I was playing tetherball as a school, Arbuckle Elementary School. I was playing tetherball, and uh, I, I, I beat kids tetherball. It's just fun. And I'm playing, I'm playing, playing. I have my suit coat on, and then it, it ripped. <laughs> so that was one suit down. But so we recently went shopping. I tried on a bunch of different outfits, different suits. And some of them fit well, some of them didn't. The ones that didn't fit well, put them away. So I like this analogy of responsibility fitting well. Because there's times that I've bought outfits and I've tried them on the store, they felt good. But then I wore them, I don't feel that good. But then when I embraced them, I, I, had, to, I had to rock it. Like, it's mine. It may look different from somebody else's. Like, my, my outfits don't necessarily, you know, I'm not, not quite corporate, but I'm not quite hip-hop. I'm not, you know, I'm somewhere in the middle, but it's me. So I take that, I own it, and I rock it. 
Matter of fact, one kid came to me one day. He said, Mr. Brown, I don't get you where you dress. He said, you wear suit coats and J's. I don't get you. He was in eighth grade at the time. And I said, you know what? You don't have to get me because I like it. So I'm not really, you know, I'm not trying to fit into your eighth grade peer group and dress like y'all because, for one, I can't wear skinny jeans. Number two, I can't sag my pants. It's hard work. I think it's harder to sag pants than to wear them the right way. Anyway, my point is this, that that I, when you buy an outfit and you 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 pay for it, you own it, you should rock it. You should rock that outfit. You you look good in your outfit, right? And I think responsibility looks good on you. It looks good on me. Responsibility looks good on all of us. It is something I think that's a beautiful thing when we begin to take responsibility for our own lives. And I believe this. When we begin to take responsibility for everything in our life, things change. That we say, you know what? I'm taking responsibility for everything in my life. And I believe this. When you do that, you can change anything in your life, too. Responsibility looks good on you. It looks good on me. Own it. Take ownership of responsibility, things from your own self, and rock it. Make responsibility look good on you. It's not always easy. Like <laughs> the other day, I was wearing a suit, came to a school, and the girl was like, it's hot, Mr. Brown. You, you look hot in that suit. I said, no, but, you know, it, it costs to look this good. There's, there's, a, there's an investment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, I want to own it. I want to rock my outfit, even though it may not always fit into the culture or whatever else is doing. And you know what? Responsibility doesn't always fit in our culture either. Sometimes people neglect or run from responsibility. But I believe this. Responsibility looks good on you. So own it and rock it because it's a choice. When you make better choices, you will live a better life. So choose well. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody, that, this is it. I'm wrapping it up. The first edition of the first podcast of the Choose Our Program podcast. Please, like I said before, join us to learn more about all our podcasts. Visit the choosewellprogram.com. We'll learn about more of our programs and all we're doing. Check out choosewellprogram.com. And please subscribe, like, share uh, this podcast. Leave a rating for it, for us, please. That let home more people see it and hear about it. If you like it, leave a comment and give us a rating. And I appreciate it. And until next time, remember... When you make better choices, you will live a better life. So choose well. Can I get an oh yeah, Sophia? Oh yeah. Can I get an oh yeah, Evan? Yeah. Oh yeah. Peace.